Is polygamy biblical? By that do you mean is it something that the Bible now commands or commends uh, for God's people? Is it Christian? The answer is no, it's not. Well, did they not have polygamy in the Old Testament? Yes, at times they did. However, when God started off with marriage, he started with one man and one woman. That was the divine ideal. The Lord Jesus himself in Matthew 19 commends that ideal, and he reminds us of it. That was how God started it. Now, with the development of mankind as a fallen entity, sin, depravity, polygamy did take hold. And uh, there were times in the Old Testament, even among the covenant people of God, that polygamy was rather the rule rather than the exception to the rule. That has to be seen and admitted. It also has to be seen and admitted that it almost always brought with it a trail of devastation. You could Jacob and his wives, and the bitterness, the anger, the division that it brought in to Jacob's family. However, God, in his sovereign grace, has overruled it. He did overrule it, and we have Israel as a result. However, we're not stuck in Old Testament times. I'm not talking now about the religion of the Old Testament. I'm talking about uh, the development of man, the development of society, even the development of, quote, the church. We're not stuck in Old Testament times. We have come into the full orb light of the gospel. And the gospel has revealed something that was taught in the Old Testament from the creation, but that was rather lost sight of. And that is the equal dignity of the woman with the man. In Christ there is neither male nor female. Now that's speaking about equal worth and dignity of the human soul. And therefore, in the light of the New Testament, we are commanded that uh, in the church, for example, you can have no position, pastor, deacon, whatever, you can have no position unless you're the husband of one wife. The New Testament has strict laws against fornication and against adultery. Now, you stop and think of it. If you can go adding wife after wife after wife, those laws are almost meaningless. The New Testament has brought us to the full-orbed light of the gospel. The Old Testament, you have God dealing with a people that Paul says were still in their infancy as far as spiritual development were concerned. They were still in their infancy. They were still under tutors. There were many things that were far from ideal. If God had simply obliterated them because they were far from ideal, then there would have been no people to carry on uh, the line of truth at all. But now he's brought us into the New Testament era. Christ has come. The Son of God has been born. He has lived. He has died. He has risen again. He has loosed the gospel upon the world. He has taught us the equal dignity of male and female in the redemptive purpose and plan of God. He has shown us in Ephesians 5, and this is the strongest argument in the Bible against polygamy. He has shown us that a true marriage is a picture of the union between Christ and his church. The thought of Christ and his church uh, in terms of polygamy is blasphemy. 
But if true marriage is a picture of Christ and his church, then true marriage must be monogamous, in which the husband, by the grace of God, loves his wife as Christ loved the church, and the wife reverences her husband as the church does Christ. That's the final argument of gospel light upon the subject of monogamy and giving strong evidence against the evil of polygamy. The Mormons love polygamy, at least those of them who still love it, because remember, Mormonism is not Christianity.